0: everybody to another episode of this is my
1: bourbon podcast i'm your host perry with me this week is eric allow me to reintroduce myself to coming e to the r to the i to the c i'm the mutant man <laughs> and sitting across from me is perry
0: <laughs> i don't know oh. if it's, i don't know if it's coming through on the mic but i am cringing so <laughs> hard there's something about weird Like impromptu rapping that just makes me uncomfortable.
1: Mutant man from the fire to the pan. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Across from me, the hottest G. String Perry. How you doing, bud? I'm hyped up. <laughs> yeah, does that donut finally hitting you? Um, yeah. Like I, like my palms are sweaty, knees weak, mom's spaghetti, vomiting <laughs> <laughs> okay. on muscle. Um, no, I feel great. actually. Um, I just ate a caffeinated donut, and I had coffee earlier, and I had a pre workout, and I worked last night.
0: So you you over the weekend found those donuts i did since then how many have you eaten three sounds like two too many <laughs> i want to like just you're, do you're, a dozen you are
1: see what happens
0: you are creating an addiction within yourself but um, <clears throat> it's going to be counterproductive to you trying to be healthy and fit and lose weight yeah i
1: know that's the thing like <laughs> i don't know I'm always like, man, I'm working out. Whoa, I'm not getting any results. And then I remember I dip snack cakes into whiskey. I'm like, oh, that's why.
0: What's happening? <laughs> What's going on? What's here? wrong? I don't get it. Uh. Well, if you are new to the show and you have not yet done so, please subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review if you've not done that yet as well. It really helps us bump up in the Apple iTunes podcast chart.
1: I mean, whatever the heck, there's some kind of algorithm monster behind the scenes. That's just where your hands really shaking. Okay. They're not steady.
0: <laughs> Dude, that, <laughs> that, say that, that thing, much.
1: that donut like kicks in, like it like hits hard. Yeah, I could
0: tell. I could tell. So, um, but if you're, if you're coming back, hi, hope you're well. Hope you've been enjoying everything. Uh, you can follow us at my bourbon pod and at whiskey mutant. Mm-hmm. And you can also support the show at patreon.com slash podcast for as little as a dollar a month, for as little as $5 a month. You get bonus content, and we are going to be reworking some of the tiers uh, over the next couple of weeks. Wow,
1: wiggles, hangouts.
0: That's a joke just for us. Because most of that we talked about after we stopped recording (laughs) the pregame chats.
1: (laughs) Hot potato.
0: <laughs> Eric and I are going to start a new podcast, we've already decided. Yeah. It's called Dad Sing Wiggles. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll figure that out later. Um, I feel like there's something... Oh, there is something we need to talk about up top. Let's do it. There's a couple of things. Two. Um, first of all, mark your calendars because on May 28th, Eight. Yeah, which is the last Saturday in May and also the weekend of Memorial Day. We are going to be doing the second ever live show of This Is My Bourbon Podcast here in Lexington. Yes. We're working on getting the guests together and everything, Uh, but it is 100% happening. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to be at the Clarion Hotel in one of their ballrooms. Going to have about 100 tickets for it. Yeah. And that also falls within the weekend of our, uh, it's our meetup weekend. Yeah. Uh, Basically from like Friday to Sunday, when the bulk of like what we have planned is going to happen. Um, And you can find out more about that on Patreon. Uh, I think we are also going to open up. Didn't we
1: talk about this opening up like hotel rooms to people who are not on Patreon? I think um, we had a few left, and we just wanted to make sure Patreon got their first dibs at it. Yeah, <clears throat> but if there was any left, I was going to put it in the Facebook group and be like, "Hey, Timbip Twenty Twenty Two Hangout. Here's some discounted hotel rooms. Come hang out. We're yep. going to do some different things, um, and we also have a uh, new riff barrel pick to commemorate the yes. meetup." That was the other thing that we were going to bring up. There you go. (laughs) Um, Synergy. Yes. That is currently uh, a sign-up sheet for pre-order on Patreon. Um, We're doing this ourselves, so we got to front the money to New Riff, um, not going through anybody else. So that's why we're Mm -hmm. doing a pre-order, just so we get the majority of bottles pre-ordered. And we wanted everybody to have one. So uh, Patreon gets a few more days. By the time you're listening to this, it will probably be public um, because we are over halfway through the bottles so um we want to give facebook group and anybody else uh, a chance to grab one and if you pre-order uh we're going to randomize everybody and if you're close and want to join the pick um the details will be in the uh, sign up but uh you may be able to join the pick with us yeah we've already got i mean like of course we're going to be doing
0: it yeah but we've got a couple other special Uh guests joining um so i think we're gonna round out i think like max of six people yeah on our picking team um which is awesome mm-hmm. i'm really really excited for it but yeah man i i, I can't wait the first like only 10 pick yeah it's just so cool it's so cool
1: I, I it's just cool that new riff does that like they give yeah you know, absolutely it, it, we don't give, have to go through a distributor oh, small groups clubs podcasts whatever like you can just if as long as they have something available which luckily they had one like spot open for yeah April that would make it to where the bottles were here for the meetup and yep. so we jumped in on that so
0: meetup weekend Memorial Day weekend hmm there will be like a, I, we talked about this on Patreon as well, but there will be like a premium package for the meetup as well, where there's going to be a bunch of stuff that you can participate in. Um, again, still working on ins and outs of a few things, but uh, we got a really good crew of folks who are going to be a part of it. Um, longtime listeners, a couple new friends, people who are just kind of coming from all over uh, to hang out and celebrate Timbip and celebrate Bourbon right in lexington which i think is so cool um (laughs) that my my home city uh i get to bring people to and show them how much i love i where where i live and you know just celebrate everything that uh has made the podcast what it is up until this point uh and what it will continue to be in the future
1: and the the clarion has been awesome they like dude
0: they have been so cool they pretty They've much opened up
1: like all these different rooms to give us choices mm-hmm. and like they have made it so easy to get people discounted rates and get us pl- a place to do the live show and, and let, do some tastings and let
0: me just say too
1: the meetup suite
0: is the dopest thing yeah it is so cool like we went and looked at it a few weeks ago and like and we stepped into it and just went this is perfect yeah there, there was nothing else that we could have asked for it in that space yeah, dude, that could have made it any better than it already
1: it's perfect was. perfect for bottle shares hanging out and there's its yeah. own separate tasting room in it yeah it's crazy it's awesome <sighs>
0: i'm excited I can't wait.
1: So get in on that.
0: Yeah, get in on it. Links in the description. I'm sure, at least for Patreon. By the time this episode comes out, I'm sure we'll have posted it to yeah. Facebook too. But uh, if you, I, I'll go ahead and throw up like the the hotel information in the description of the episode as well, uh, so you can check that out. But can't wait to awesome. see everybody. Just over two months. Just under three months, I guess. I mean, it's close.
1: <laughs> it's it's, it's rapidly
0: approaching yeah
1: every day i'm so, like oh crap it's getting closer i know we need to get some more stuff going here i feel that
0: we also need to get going
1: did you say we had sips and snacks we this have week? sips and snacks and i had so much fun doing the sips and snacks that uh joseph sent maybe unofficially sips and snacks because yeah. he just but i have a listener suggestion interesting uh, from one of one of the top guys listening he's always sharing posting giving us you know feedback it's Darren mr Darren right hi Darren hi Darren <laughs> so Darren has Darren that hello is just for you hello nobody else can have that um he sent us a sample of a starlight single barrel and it's oh, uh, yeah. holiday 2020 and it's 107.8 proof it's four years old and he said Pairs with white cake. Now, Little Debbie has a fancy cake, which is pretty much white with white filling. And it's sold out right now. Like, I have not seen it being restocked anywhere. Did you bring zebra cakes? I got zebra cakes. Because it's it's next to the fancy cakes. It's got the vanilla filling. It's got kind of the yellow white cake. And it's got the white icing with a little bit of chocolate on it. So we're going to pair this Starlight with a zebra cake. Folks, I just want to let you all know that when
0: Eric came on the podcast, it was an unspoken rule because I never told him that at some point we had to pair zebra cakes with something. And the reason behind that is these are my favorite Little Debbie snack cakes. They are simple. Why didn't you tell me before? Because I didn't think about it. <laughs> I leave a lot of the snack stuff up to you. True. I mean, that's that's your thing.
1: I got it. So. I get it, but I want to make you happy. I am happy. Yeah, but it took how many episodes to get zebra cakes on. I don't
0: here? freaking know. I don't care. <laughs>
1: um so anyway darren thank you for the sample thank you for the snack suggestion if anybody else wants to send a suggestion or a sample or a snack let us know please i like doing these because i mean i'm doing them all the time on instagram perry's always i'm sending him stuff uh, through text it's nice to see what everybody else wants to do Perry's in another world right now. He didn't even wait on me. He's just, I haven't even got anything in my mouth yet. I ate half of that thing in one <laughs> bite. I'm not ate. even kidding. I will admit, I give zebra cakes hell sometimes because I feel like they're kind of just, you know, basic, but it's basic and just, it's probably one of the most classic. It's the same reason that I defend vanilla ice cream. Oh, you're going to say vanilla ice.
0: Nah, screw that guy. Oh, okay. Do you ever watch Vanilla Ice goes Amish?
1: Dum dum dum,
0: Whereas, under pressure goes dun 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 But our song goes dun 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 Stupidest interview. No, I did not
1: see. I've seen some of his home improvement shows though. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Oh, I thought you said he goes Amish.
0: Yeah, he goes to an Amish community. And he, why are you pouring the, oh, never mind. Um, he goes to an Amish community and does home improvement for them.
1: Oh, I've only seen ones where he just like redoes people's houses and stuff.
0: Oh, okay. Anyway, but it's the same reason I defend vanilla ice cream because people always say, oh, it's a vanilla, it's so bad and everything. But it's like vanilla is a very distinct flavor. True. And not just that. It's a really good flavor. People build a lot of other flavors upon vanilla. I mean, think about bourbon. Vanilla yeah. is a very common flavor. It's true. within the flavor profile. So, we we need to <laughs> hey, legalize it. Legalize vanilla.
1: <laughs> I need that vanilla dispensary to just show up <laughs> on the corner. All right. This Oh, it smells so good. It does smell really good i always say this a single barrel, four oh, years old. Starlap. It's buttered toast.
0: The toast is like a little like a little slightly burnt yeah. and crispy.
1: Yeah, it smells like it's almost like the toaster. Like you smell the yeah, toaster. Uh huh. It's the the aromatics mm-hmm. of like when you're actually making toast. No, it's good. And there <sighs> is some buttercream on the nose. Oh,
0: for sure. Darren, at least like nose wise. You yeah. 100% nailed this yeah. pairing.
1: That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Oh, it's it's way vanilla on the wow. Power. That finishes all vanilla.
0: I think, and I, this is something that we kind of I think circling around a little bit. But I I think that Starlight is probably like
1: the current distillery
0: to watch,
1: you know. I think so. The few things I've had have I've not had anything bad to say about it, and it's all their own stuff, right? Yeah, I think so. I think it's all their own stuff. Oh man, that. either either that or it's sourced from MGP. I think they make it all themselves. I think it's all like just around. For some reason, I think I looked it up once because I loved that rye finished in the apple brandy so much. I was like, is this something else? Because uh, this is amazing. All right. I'm going to do a pour over. Did you just do a pour over? I did. You did. I spilled. Oh. Mm. Oh. It just enhances everything. That's where it's at. This is a perfect pour over cake.
0: Can I ask you something? Yeah with my mouth full was was the pour over something that you invented or did you pick it up from anybody
1: i as far as i know i've i never saw anybody doing a pairing and they were just straight up pouring it like i didn't
0: know if coffee you know somebody was doing like a coffee pairing and they poured a little bit over like a donut or something
1: my head was i wanted to have like um you know when like You ever had like a rum cake or something or Mm -hmm. like, and you you can like, you take a bite and it's like, you can just, it's not like baked in there. It's almost like. Like derby pie. Yeah. Or, or, uh, uh, bread pudding. Bread pudding. Yeah. That was exactly. It's like, it's almost like they just injected like the bourbon or something right into it. So when you bit into the snack, like, it's almost like you could, you could you know, feel the bourbon or the whiskey come out. And I was like, how else would we do that? And I was like, I just started pouring it over so it would soak in there. Yeah. And I mean, I've not seen anybody else do it. Uh, You're a visionary. I I guess. It's... (laughs) (laughs) It's a little...
0: There is something a little bit like... Humble braggy about that. I guess. I I don't know, man. I mean, if you just want to call it spade a spade, like, just uh, say, hey, hitch boy up.
1: I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to call it a comeback. I'm not going (laughs) to not give you an autograph if you see me out. (laughs) I'm not going to take a bottle and just pour it over you if I see you out in public and say, what's up? Man, it's been a while. And please don't take this the wrong way, but
0: it's been a while since I've been like recognized in public from the podcast. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that the pandemic and everything yeah. but i mean there was a there was a period where like i'd go to distilleries or someplace local and somebody would recognize me uh, the power bear it was really weird like very very strange yeah never did it ever happen for my music or anything it was the podcast
1: because you're awesome you're awesome you're the g i'm the og sitting across me the hottest g in the game i've had enough whiskey at this point where it's not making me cringe
0: <laughs> can you can you do some homework for me of course can you try pairing the nulu maple barrel Mm -hmm. with something simple like a zebra cake yeah because i think that would be really really interesting
1: okay i'll do it just out of just out of curiosity yeah i'll do it sweet what have you been drinking recently eric um well, we kind of mentioned it in a second I have a, a blue note uh juke Joint whiskey single barrel. Yep. That I brought over to let Perry try. It's um, really really good. It's really good. Like it's <laughs> it was from uh Bourbon Finds on Instagram. And on the sticker it's got gone in 60 sips on the back. I don't know the age. I think most of those are like 4 to 5 four years to old. Five. It's 119 proof. Oh,
0: but it's again there's a secret behind it. Yeah. So it could be older. It could be like eight to nine years old. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't taste that old. Like it reminds me more of like five year old MGP. Yeah. But it's still.
1: It's still really good. <laughs> I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, I've had that. Have I had anything else different. Um, I don't think there's anything new. Um, I went back and paired um, Kentucky Owl Batch 10. Oh, yeah, that's right, you did. Uh-huh, with, uh huh, with Moon Pie. <laughs> and it was really good. So, yeah, this Blue Note and Kentucky Owl Batch 10 were probably the the, the two top things I've had in the last little, little bit, last nice. couple of days.
0: The only thing really new of note that I have picked up recently. Uh, and I was in Justin's house of bourbon on Tuesday, just because I hadn't been there in a while uh but i I got to try a couple of things. they had a peerless pick that was in, and it was fantastic uh but they also have this private bottling uh it's called Blackwood it's a toasted bourbon so this is their own label yeah nice they they blended it and put it in the finished barrels and everything. Uh, It's cast strength. It was like 121 proof or something. Yeah, 121 proof. uh, Batch one. So there's going to be more batches of it. Uh, I'm really excited. It it was really, really good. I enjoyed it a lot. But the uh, the bottle that I walked away with was this 14 year old obtanium Canadian rye at 128.6 proof. Mm. It's something. Mm. I think we actually might review it this episode, along with uh, the Green River. I'm down. So, do I, th- I think while we're doing... Here's what I'm thinking.
1: Reviews and news. Reviews and
0: news. But while we are doing the news, we have the Green River poured, so that we can get more familiar with it and everything, and, you know, let it... Because it's an unopened bottle. Yep. Uh, but that way we can. Gosh, it looks a lot like the Four Roses single barrel bottle, it does. doesn't it? That
1: shape is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a horseshoe essentially, but like it's got the same aesthetic to it. I mean, it feels kind of the same in your hand too. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, we'll uh, we'll we'll drink on it as we're. Oh, look a horseshoe on the bottom. Look at that. As we're as we're talking about the news and whatnot. Uh, if that if that's
1: that sounds cool. great to
0: me. Awesome. And then towards the end, we will actually review, uh, well, we're, we we will review the Green River. But once we are finished with that, we'll also review the Obtanium Canadian Rye Whiskey. Because this is also uh, batch one. Oh, heck. Of this. So, uh, we'll talk more about it when we get there. Yeah, let's Let's go. Uh, hand me some of that green right, river. Let me open it oh, up here. Oh, green river. Ooh, donk. That was nice. So we're moving on to the news, starting out with the big news drop for the day. Ooh, House Bill 500 has been passed, and yes. it is a step. It's a step in the right direction, <laughs> I would say, for allowing us to don't take my single barrel to hold on to single barrel picks. Um, Essentially, what it what it does is that it, it provides a way that maintains legality for individuals or for groups or uh, barrel programs uh, to continue to do barrel selections. So it's actually putting in place like some laws for it and everything, um, but th- this is good. (laughs) This is really, really good news and something that we needed to see as just as we were starting to get worried about it. And quite frankly, I am not as worried about it anymore because I just, I still can't believe it's a thing. Like I cannot believe it's a thing. So I found out this week, um, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to name my source. Um, this was actually, I probably should name my source, but I, I'm going to protect, protect their identity. Um, this was actually brought up by the ABC. Really? hmm And uh, essentially what that means to me is that this was them looking at, at it from a legal standpoint and saying, we need to make sure everything is in place. I don't think that there was anything malignant in their actions. Like, they weren't trying to punish anybody. They were just trying to make sure that
1: everybody's butts were covered. Yeah. They probably got, like, a word from, like, somebody. They're like, oh, I remember that one guy that went and picked a barrel and... He uh, he was from a podcast, and he just drank way too much that day, and like he just went wild at the distillery. And yeah, we probably need to put that guy on a leash. I didn't go
0: wild, okay. We were picking from sixteen barrels,
1: (laughs) which means we tried thirty-two individual pours. You know that white dog was not what made me just black out. (laughs) Okay, it was all the pours once you got back to the actual. Visitor center.
0: Jeez, um, uh But no, I, I, the, it is really easy on the surface to look at this and go, where are the bad guys? You know. Yeah. And and I get that because it's it's something that is so integral in in our community that we have private barrels and we have single barrels that go out to groups or, you know, we do them for charity or a, a meetup or whatever. I mean, genuinely we would not be able to do this if, or we would not be able to do our pick for the meetup if this did not go through. Yeah. Like, it's we would crazy. completely lose that. So it. I mean, the good news is, we don't, <laughs> we don't have to worry about that. Uh, but the other good news is you people listening you you Wonderful, lovely people don't have to, I, I mean, at, at least within Kentucky, <laughs> uh, it, it's it's fine. Things are going to be okay. Um, there's a clause that also kind of helps, not kind of, it helps create jobs. Uh, and gener- as it's being said by, uh, this is Chad McCoy, uh, who is a representative from Bardstown. Uh, it will also generate investment without costing taxpayers a single penny. So, Nice. I'm all about that. I think that sounds great. I hate taxes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting on my tax return from 2020. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Finally got the state one. But uh. if anybody has any... Uh, <laughs> anybody in the IRS that we can <laughs> get in contact with. Um, this also... As re- oh, also by the way, it's come and gone since this episode has been recorded. But uh, happy bottle and bond day, everybody! Oh yeah, uh, it it's it's cool.
1: Instagram yeah. reminded me of that with all the posts. Did that, they now? Yeah, wow. I told you this earlier. I I, I want to be the guy that's like, you know what? I'm not going to celebrate when everybody else does. I'm going to be I'm going to be the guy that's like bottle and bond day the day after. Yeah, but what about Easter Monday? <sighs>
0: That's you! That's literally what you're doing. Is it? Yeah, you want to celebrate when nobody else is celebrating. Because you would be different. Is Easter Monday a thing, though? I think it actually is. That's what I'm
1: saying! (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Ball and Bond day, three days later. The requel. Uh, So,
0: (laughs) this is pretty brand new news, at least to us, but Heaven Hill is launching a new ultra-premium collection, uh, Mm. and the first edition is going to feature a 17-year-old barrel-proof Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Ooh, 17-year-old. It's being deemed part of the Heaven Hill Heritage Collection, so clearly this is uh, (laughs) their answer to Buffalo Trace's Antique Collection, I suppose. H-Tech. From the (laughs) H-Tech. H-H-H-C. H-H-C-H-C. Can't wait for that Hick.
1: to drop this year. Can't wait for that <laughs> to catch on.
0: Hey, have you heard the new Hick lineups been announced?
1: I don't know about the Elijah Craig version this year.
0: Uh, From the press release, the collection, a testament to Heaven Hill's patience and ultra aging techniques, will feature one of the six traditional American whiskey mash bills produced by Heaven Hill, the only heritage distillery to produce this range. The first edition features Heaven Hill's bourbon mash bill, comprised of 78% corn, 10% rye, and 12% malted barley, and bottled at a barrel proof of 118.2. With an age statement of 17 years, this release is made up of 28% 20-year-old barrels, 44% Forty-four percent nineteen-year-old barrels and twenty-eight percent seventeen-year-old oh, wow. barrels pulled from Dietzville, Glencoe, Shenley, and Heaven Hill main campus warehouse locations. Attributes will vary by release as deemed worthy of bottling. I. Uh, here's the thing. <sighs> it's an MSRP of two hundred and seventy-five
1: dollars. <sighs> wow! Why not one hundred and seventy? Like all their, their other stuff. I
0: guess they're trying... My assumption is because they have that 20-year-old product in there, yeah, at least true. for this first one. But I, I, don't, I don't know. What are they going to do past that? I mean, is it still going to be a... Is it still going to be $275? Is the price going to change based on what goes into the actual final blend? I mean, it's...
1: I don't know. I wonder how do they have? I wonder if they have any barrels of that they distinguish as Elijah Craig that are like older than the the twelve year stuff that we're used. I Uh, would love. There's
0: there's no way that they aren't putting older stock
1: into the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Like I know they they do the whole like here's Heaven Hill or William Heaven Hill Barrel Proof whatever, but I want to see. Elijah Craig, 20-year. You know what I mean? Like,
0: I mean, it's a thing.
1: Remember, they, they used to do, like, 18, 19,
0: 20, like, all the way up until, like, 20 No, like, barrel-proof. Oh. I'm sorry, I left
1: out barrel-proof. Okay. I want to see, like, Elijah Craig barrel-proof, 18, 20, not, not like the 90-proof Elijah Craig. Right. I want to see, like, once a year or something, be like, this is the 17-year-old Elijah Craig barrel-proof.
0: Make it happen. I'm down.
1: Make it happen. Yeah, you got their email.
0: <laughs> I don't have the pull though to I make mean, that happen. It's worth a shot. It's true. Um, I I am sure that we are going to wind up being able to at least taste this product. I mean, if we're if we jump on it enough, and I might have to send an email right after we get done recording. <laughs> uh, but I will. Uh, I'll, I'll make sure that we. Yeah, I'd like to try at it. least get to try it. At the very least. Let's move on to some releases. Not a whole lot of news this week. Not a whole lot of releases either. But we got a few TTB labels that we're going to be looking at. The Evan Williams single barrel vintage uh, for this year. The gold the gold edition. The gold Pegasus one. Uh, is coming out. 2014 is the vintage year. Uh, seven years old. 117 proof. It's going to be. Well, it actually looks like it might already be released. Oh.
1: Is that at the uh, downtown location? Uh, it does say that it was at
0: the Evan Williams Bourbon Experience in Louisville, as well as select retailers. Oh. So this is a special bottle, as it always is, uh, but this year particularly special because it's celebrating the 67th Kentucky Derby Festival and the 50th year of Pegasus Pen, which grants the holder access to 30 different Derby Day-related events. Uh, the whiskey was bottled at 117 proof, which is the sum of sixty-seven and fifty?
1: <laughs> to commemorate the occasion, and it's dipped in gold wax. Why did they just put it in there? That what it came out as? Stupid. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't need those numbers to match. I mean,
0: up. I don't. I don't either. But I mean, it is. It is kind of cool. It's a gimmick. It's not the worst thing in the world. Katoctin Creek is also uh, putting out a new rye. It's called Rabble
1: Rouser. And it's Bottom and Bond. <laughs> what? <laughs> Say that name again. Rabble Rouser. Rabble Rouser. Yeah. What is that?
0: I don't know the origin,
1: but it's definitely but not. But listen, uh, that sounds like a cartoon character. The adventure of Rabble Rouser.
0: Rabble Rouser. A person who speaks with the intention of inflaming the emotions of a crowd of people, typically for political reasons. So there you go. <laughs>
1: That's just funny.
0: Four years old, bottled in bond, ninety nine dollars.
1: What's the proof? Hundred. If it's, yeah, it's bond yeah, it's hundred. It's bottled in bond.
0: Yeah, but sometimes straight rye. Sometimes what? It's going to be a hundred, hundred proof, no matter what.
1: True. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: it, it's bottled in bond
1: day, Eric. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't celebrate till three days later. <laughs> I feel like this is not the first time that I've been like, what's the proof on a bottle bond? No, hmm. that's not the
0: first time that anybody on this podcast has said that. There's, It's a, always,
1: I'm thinking of like, there's something like, oh, I know, like a different proof point or something like that. Like, I feel like there was something bottled and bond that's higher than a hundred proof. There will never be. And
0: never has been. I feel like
1: there has been. You're, um, I'm, I know. But, I know. It's uh, the caffeine.
0: But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there, there was an episode where Chad asked the exact same question. And, like, I didn't know how to respond at first. I was like, it's bottle and bond, dude. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it is 100% rye. So, uh, what? Well, I mean, 100% rye, bottle and bond, 100 proof? $100. I don't know. That seems a little bit much. Sample? Mm-hmm. We'll see. <sighs> we'll find out. Anyway. TTB labels. TTB labels this week. Uh, The first one's from Nulu. It's a toasted bourbon finished in apple brandy barrels. Non chill filtered. No word on the proof just yet. Uh, because those usually are based on the single barrels. I'm going to go there and ask, can I have that bottle? (laughs) See what happens again? Try to put some in a, uh, a water bottle. (laughs) In a water
1: bottle? See if I can get some out.
0: Uh, back the label. It's an experimental finish, by the way. Barrels of straight bourbon whiskey are put into various wine, brandy, and cognac barrels for months at a time. We taste them diligently to ensure the finish is heavily present throughout the nose, palate, and finish.
1: Man, I bet that's going to be good.
0: I'm I'm pretty excited. I'm going to try to find that one. New England Barrel Company. I have never heard of New Engle, England Barrel Company before. New England. Uh, they have a stouted bourbon. Hmm. Apparently. Uh 110 proof. Straight bourbon whiskey finished in stout barrels. Aged three years, 11 months, 14 days. And then finished for three and a half months. That's very specific. Uh, bottled to cast strength and non-chill filtered. And apparently this is... Uh, Release one for 2022. Hmm. So. I don't know. I've only had one uh, stout finished bourbon before
1: from Goodwood. Oh. I and, think I have that. And it was okay. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the honey ale barrel finished Goodwood is mm. way better. Mm-hmm. It' real good. Hmm. Was I supposed to be drinking this? I was one of them wow i mean give me a second but that kind of hit me with some flavor right there and it's this is the green river that we're talking about twizzlers oh yeah because it's not like licorice it's like it's licorice candy twizzler though is like straight up like its own thing yeah yeah you know the difference like the nose It smells like a, like a, a younger age bourbon to me. Like there's, it does, but it's also got this
0: like strawberry and cherry note.
1: See, I get that more on the palate. Do you? Yeah. Like the nose, I'm getting just that straight. Like, Hey, this is, this, this smells decent. Like I'm not mad at it. It may be a little younger, but on the palate. Yeah, dude. It's a lot of cherry candy. What's the proof on this? 90. It drinks, it's got a little a little bit more yeah. of a kick than 90 proof. I mad at that. I like it. it and it's
0: the best thing I've had from their company. <laughs> I mean, Ozzy Tyler was a non-starter, so I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> hey, their rye was pretty good. This though. This is like the best comeback story in whiskey right I like now. This. Or bourbon, at the very least. Interesting. All right, we'll get back to that. Yeah. In the meantime, Dancing Goat has a bourbon coming out called Nine Banger
1: Bourbon. Excuse me. Wait a second, say that again? Nine Banger. Nine Banger. Yeah. Because it's got nine mash bills in it. Oh, it's like a... uh... (laughs) Temper yourself here. (laughs) No, I was was actually thinking... um, when people would call like four cylinders or six, they say he's driving a little four banger around here. <laughs> a little nine. Bangers. That actually probably is exactly where they're taking you Got a nine-cylinder bourbon going on here, eighty-six proof. What? You cannot have a nine banger and have it eighty-six proof.
0: Uh, does this change your mind? It's five to seven years old.
1: A nine banger that's five to seven years old and under ninety proof. I'm willing to try it. Isn't that uh one of uh Bill's places? Dancing Goat? Uh yeah, it is in Cambridge, Washington or Wisconsin excuse there me. There you go. He can get us some.
0: Uh Hamer also has a new bourbon coming out. It's a straight bourbon finished in cherry brandy barrels at 103 proof. Cherry brandy? Yeah. Hmm. Uh not a whole lot of information on this one. Uh, but it is bottled uh in Indianapolis, Indiana, which is where Swan is. Swanny. I miss Swan.
1: I want I want a uh something finished in uh cheer uh soda <laughs> casks. Not good times. Vats. Vats, yes. <laughs> I want like a legit place to do it.
0: We're also seeing a label from the Bardstown Bourbon Company. It is a blend of straight whiskies. Finished in sauternes barrels and toasted
1: oak toasted oak barrels, excuse me. What is sauternes?
0: Uh it is a type of uh wine
1: another one okay
0: yeah and it's from it looks like it says chateau uh whatever like the one had Dane. before
1: oh a different one yeah
0: a different one
1: chateau La ba, doble, ba.
0: yeah yeah you did a great job thanks both times that you've tried to say that yeah. yeah um but it's a it's another part of their collaborative series uh so it looks like they actually worked hand in hand with the particular chateau cool. uh, it's a blend of 10-year kentucky bourbon and six-year indiana rye finished in the barrels for seven months uh the Saturn's barrels rather for seven months and then finished again in new toasted
1: oak for four weeks oh so it's like a boo rye yeah finished boo rye yeah pretty That's much cool. it's like a high west thing
0: eric the time has come for us to finally see the first release
1: oh is this that stag guy that one that we had last week the
0: uh, no the no. walker
1: kentucky walker
0: kentucky walker uh, which i still really want to try i gotta
1: try it <laughs> No, this is the first
0: bourbon release from Castling Key Distillery. Now, let's talk about this one a little bit because <laughs> there's some things going on. There's some things going on. Um, initially, we thought that their first bourbon was going to be bottled in bond in honor of Colonel Taylor. Right. And this is not. This is a four-year-old small batch and 98
1: proof. What? What? I'm not going to act like I know anything about, like, blending or making whiskey, but what? I mean, 98 proof? Like, why? 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 Why not just kick it up to 100? Is there a reasoning behind that? Is it because it may turn people off, be like, oh, 100 proof, that's too much? No? I don't know. No, I think more than anything, and I'm trying to be
0: objective about this. I hate bottle and bond day. No. Oh. That's not it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to be objective about this. Whoever is tasting it, whoever is in quality control, is saying that at 98 proof... It tastes better than it does at 100.
1: How the hell? Mm. I mean, if we've set the same bourbon. Remember what I told you last week. Yeah. <laughs> if you get heated. <laughs> Little kids, shut your ears. What the fuck, man? I like, know, uh, I agree. Like I agree. 98 proof beside 100 proof. Maybe, like, I, you know, my palate, I know, is not a refined machine that's just pumping out like crazy notes. But still, like, I feel like if I put a 98 proof whiskey and the same whiskey at 100 proof beside each other, there's not going to be much difference. Well, I, or the one with 100 is probably going to be better. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I just don't get 98 proof. 98 proof. It's not like a single barrel that you just pulled out and it's like, oh, it just happens to be 98 proof. That would be cool.
0: I don't know. I agree with you on the single barrel thing. I I am willing to withhold judgment until we try it. However, their rye has not been impressive. Mm-mm. And usually, if a rye comes out before a bourbon at a distillery, uh, it's a pretty good indication. And if it's good, it's a pretty good indication that their bourbon is going to be at least okay. Right and unfortunately their rye was just okay so i don't have high hopes for their bourbon Mm -hmm. now if if and when because i know that they are going to they start doing single barrels that could be the game changer but the
1: small batch at 98 proof and it's already four years you said yeah i mean why why not be like it's already four years but here's
0: okay but here's the other thing and and this is I think what you're kind of getting at but this is a slap in the face to Marianne I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it because the initial vision was to have a product that honored EH Taylor and to have a product that came out of the same distillery that he built from the ground up. As a man who helped save Bourbon with the Bottled and Bond Act. And they are literally shortchanging them by two proof points. And I, I it's not... I mean, in some ways it is dishonoring his legacy. But, like, is there that much bad blood between Castle and Key and, and Marianne? Now that we have this kind of issue? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, surely they would have seen this and gone, we have to stick to our
1: guns. Well, my thing is like... Look at
0: the place that's around us. Look where we are. Right. How do we not take this in and celebrate everything that we have built upon the backs of the people that left this distillery the way that it was? Castle and Key doesn't exist without Bottled and Bond
1: whiskey. But even if you don't look at it that way, there has to be somebody in marketing who could care less about Heritage who's like, you know what? If if it says Bottled and Bond and 100 Proof on the label, a lot of these people like to buy that. Like, even if you're not thinking about Heritage. Like, wouldn't you be like, hey, we want our first bourbon to say Bottled and Bond, 100 Proof, Kentucky straight bourbon, whatever you put on the label. Like... That would sell the bottle to me, even if I didn't know anything about it. Right. Like, I get your point, because I think you're exactly right. Like, come on, like, we're in Kentucky. Be aware. Be self-aware of what you're doing. This is a famous, legendary place. This is your first bourbon. Why not do that? And then, if you're just looking to sell bottles, I'm way more... Uh, into Bottled and Bond than I am a 98-proof small batch that's sitting there. So either way, like, they just missed the mark on all this to me. Like like I said before, I don't know the the ins and outs and what happens and all that, but I feel like a Bottled and Bond bourbon as your first release coming out of a legendary distillery sounds pretty good. It does. Yeah. It does. I mean, you're you're running
0: you're running your mash through the same pipes that Taylor built. You're distilling in the same place that Taylor distilled. I mean, like even even just even just thinking about the fact that there could be like little remnants yeah. of what Taylor made. Just Taylor made. Taylor. But, but you know what I mean? Like oh, oh, just oh, oh. but just like that it could even be slightly touched. Yeah like there's so there's so much that they could do that that would build upon it and it's just like what what are you think they don't even mention oh wait yes they do mention taylor <laughs> but it's just the old taylor distillery like they're not even talking about colonel taylor and what he meant to the industry and what he meant i mean essentially meant to this distillery I, it it I don't know. I think I'm I'm going around in circles at this point, but I I am disappointed that this is the first bourbon that we get from them under the Castle and Key brand. Right. Um, I think the label is gorgeous. I mean, if I'm taking anything away from it, uh, this is going to stand out on shelves. Um,
1: no, it looks it, cool. It, like, it's yeah.
0: it's going to be awesome, but. I, Uh, <laughs> I just I just don't know what else to say
1: it's just one of those things where it's like you feel like these people should have like a uh their finger on the pulse of like what that's yeah that's like exactly us, what I'm saying you know and it's just like they don't like it's like oh well you know we're just gonna do whatever but I don't know I just feel yeah i don't I'm not I've not been impressed with anything they've done no at
0: <sighs> my blood pumping. damn <laughs> <laughs> i haven't had a good rant in a while good on the rant. podcast so it was i was due for one well shit <laughs> is that how you said it is that how you said? <laughs> well, shit.
1: no but yeah that's yeah we don't have to talk about it anymore but it's yeah. just I, I just don't feel like they they're doing themselves any favors no i don't either
0: let's move on to a couple of reviews mm. shall we Starting out with the new Green River Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, of course, built on the backs of the O.Z. Tyler Distillery and basically reviving a brand uh, that has been extinct for a while. Uh, But it was initially founded in 1885. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was initially lost uh, to Prohibition. Uh, But it is made in Owensboro, Kentucky, which is about as far west as you can get in kentucky while still being in kentucky oh western kentucky um 90 proof straight bourbon i i this tastes like it's got to be four years old it has to be i mean it it doesn't taste too it doesn't taste i mean it's i mean i would imagine that it's like four to six year old product yeah in there um which is good i mean maybe like maybe initially they were like, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna call ourselves Ozy Tyler, and we're gonna put out this particular product, and then in a few years we're gonna change it over, and we're gonna have a real good product come out." But no, <laughs> no, That's not what happened. Um, they knew they needed a rebrand, and they
1: did it very, very well. They straight I, up they did not like go to like the bottle company and be like, "You know what? We're gonna what you use, got, what, what you got, what you for got." Me. No, they're like straight up. Four Roses got a cool bottle. We're going to do a different. We're going to put a horseshoe on the bottle, bottom of it. We're going to put branding all throughout it. I mean, it's crazy. Dude, presentation alone, like a 10 out of 10. Like, <laughs> like setting on your shelf and stuff? Like, that looks good. Yeah. It's got a little tack strip at the bot, at the uh, top of the um, cork. I mean, it's cool. I,
0: I, I really, really like the bottle. Um, only reason I didn't get it, I, I saw it in stores the other day. Only reason I didn't get it was because I was in a place that had a Knob Creek pick. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I got it. I got it at Ernie's and they had some put out and I was just like, "What's the price on that?" It was and like 30, right? Yeah, it was like 30 32 or something like that. I don't I don't mind, I don't mind that, at, mind at, that all. at all. No. <laughs> it's it's solid to me. Just giving it like a one a one word review. It's solid. It is. Th- this falls under the category of like very affordable, very approachable daily mm-hmm. drinkers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would put this right on my shelf with like my uh you know, your just your buffalo trace, uh, just regular 90 proof um 90 proof knob it's not pretty 90 proof. No, no 100. 100 proof, sorry. Yeah. Um stuff like that, like Jim Beam Black, like that's kind of like my like in the kitchen like Here's just regular stuff I want to grab if I'm not grabbing anything yeah. else. Yeah. I like it. Like I said, it's just it's just classic. You snapped your fingers. You thought of something. I did. I've got something I want to try with you. Okay. Right. You know, I ain't, I ain't going to say no.
0: We'll do it once we get to Tips and Bits. All right. Because I feel like it might ruin our palate a okay. little bit. I got you. But I I got it specifically because I wanted to share it with you.
1: Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> that makes me happy. <laughs> um, yeah, on the nose. I mean, I think it's just a classic, just straight up, it's a bourbon whiskey.
0: Here, When was the last time that you had a new product that ticked off all those boxes? Where new it was product? Just, yeah, where it was just like... Oh, this is bourbon. Like yeah. it's not not that it like everything has to be, you know, strictly by the books right. or it has to follow particular guidelines. But like, th- this is bourbon. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it is, and that's not just. I don't know. I think we get so hung up sometimes on like trying to like pick out all these notes that it's nice to just have like, hey, this is the bourbon. I that's good. Yeah, I. If I this just really. If this was like a big premium product or something, then I think I would be more judgmental. But this is a $32 bottle of whiskey. Like, I I
0: drink this and I think I could have this in just about any situation. Mm-hmm. Beginning of the night, out at a bar. Old-fashioned. W- winding up. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Wrapping up the night. Just like it feels so flexible and malleable to any situation. And I... I, I agree. I have not been this impressed... With a, just a very solid daily drinker yeah. in a long time. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to go ahead and say before we actually get to the breaking down of the scores. If you see this, pick it up. Yeah. I mean, th- there, I don't think that this is going to disappoint anybody Mm-mm. who is a bourbon aficionado or a bourbon lover or drinker or, or whatever. I mean, th- this has kind of got everything... Something for everybody.
1: Yeah. I Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think you pick it up and you just enjoy it. Don't, don't, you could throw this in a rocks clash. throw this in a whatever and yeah. just enjoy it.
0: I mean, I, I am a hundred percent getting a bottle of this. Mm. And I have not like gone into a store with the intention of buying a 90 proof, <laughs> bourbon <laughs> yeah. in a long time. A really, really long time. But th- this just convinces me that there's everything about bourbon that makes bourbon good yeah. within this product. I'm going to work backwards okay. from this. Uh, so our scoring system is nose, palate, finish, and price. Each category is out of five. Final score is out of 20. I'm going to start with the price. As a good everyday sipper, um, truly a solid proof. Um, there are some products that you can kind of get at this this proof point, probably around this age, that are similar in quality, maybe just slightly below, slightly above. Um, I, I'm going to give it a four and a half. Like, I think it's a really, really good value just based on what's within the bottle. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not the 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 thing that is blowing me away about it is just how solid it is. Like, it's not that it's, you know. Blowing me up or like that's out of this world or there's these things that like I'd never get in any other bourbon. But like everything about it is really. Like even keel. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I get <laughs> like, it. No, like I totally get it. Like it's very consistent. There's nothing where I'm like well, you know, it could be this if if it was changed slightly. It's just from start to finish, it's just a very enjoyable, consistent bourbon. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like I I'm comfortable just going like across the board like threes on the nose, palate and finish.
1: Yeah, I was going to say what's the most like <laughs> What's the one score that's like, meet, it's like right in the middle. Like, it's just like everything. Yeah. Like, that's what I would say. I would say on the price, like, if this was like $28, and I know <laughs> I know that that's only like $4, but there's, you know, your brain, when you see something I that, know, like I know. that sub-30, yeah. you're like, holy, oh my gosh, this is a sub-30 30 bottle, $30 bottle, but... That's me being once again being very picky. But it's just like I could I'm just gonna go across the whole board. It's like right it it's in the middle or yeah. slightly above the middle.
0: That's yeah, that's why I went with threes on nose pal yeah. and finish. Yeah, I'm the um, same. I'll and agree. I mean the the price, it's it's just it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Um I mean that that rounds us out as a, at a thirteen point five. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I can't, I don't know. I feel like I can't say enough good things about what this like is. This. It, it's.
1: I'm very happy with this purchase.
0: I can see myself buying this on multiple occasions. Mm-hmm. I can also see myself, if if I am looking as a consumer for a replacement of something like Buffalo Trace. That's hard to get around here now. I think this. I think this is the first product that I have had where I am comfortable saying this can take the place of another 90 proof everyday drinker. Yep, I agree. I I and you know like I want to do this in a blind with Buffalo Trace and Turkey 101 and that
1: that daily drinker blind. Yeah. Um. I
0: I really want to do that, but just just on the outset
1: i i can't i can't recommend grabbing one of these enough is this kentucky only or is this got a few states i don't know i I know we'd have to look it up but like i'm curious like i would love for people um uh listening who are not here in kentucky to be able to grab this it's almost just as fun to find something like this as it is to like get that like really premium product and be like oh my gosh this is so good like Two weeks later, Green River, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey 90 Proof blows up. You can't find it anywhere. (laughs) So currently, Green
0: River is only available in Kentucky. Okay. They say with eventual distribution to Florida, Indiana, Missouri, and Tennessee.
1: I'd say if you're visiting Kentucky, grab a bottle. Definitely. Or wait till they start shipping to other places.
0: Uh mash bill. Oh, it's pretty high rye. 70% corn, 21% winter rye, and mm. 9% malted 2 and 6 row barley. I don't know what that means, but that's okay.
1: <laughs> I'm down for it.
0: Um Dang it, man. I I almost don't want to review the obtanium just because like that's such a that's such a positive <laughs> review with like Little to no caveats that we've.
1: I mean, I think it's fun it. to review just for just for fun.
0: What, like you want to do the obtainium too? Yeah. Unless you want to save it for something. No, nah, let's do it. All right, so we're doing two reviews today then. As mentioned earlier, this is Obtainium Canadian Rye Whiskey, one twenty eight point six proof, fourteen years old.
1: Do you want me to tell you the price now or wait? Wait. I want to wait. Okay. I want to see. I, I always like being like, what would I pay for this? Versus <laughs> you did like, that last week, too, with the seagrass. Yeah, so, And I was like, this I want that, that seagrass,
0: w- man. I just want it. I, <laughs> <laughs> I know where it is. All right. I don't know where the money for it is, though. <laughs> I just set the glass
1: down and just looked around because that smells <laughs> really good. I will say this is
0: the first... No, that's not true because I've had cana- or, uh, whistle pigs that I've really liked. But this is one of the first, like, memorable Canadian ryes Oh, my God. That it I have just so been, good. I know.
1: So the seagrass was a 16 year old Canadian rye, right? Yes. But it was finished and all that stuff. Yeah. And this is. So I and like, and it's not apples to apples. Right.
0: But, like, if you are looking at an unfinished version of Barrel Seagrass 16. Like, I mean,
1: you can tell that this has, like, the same DNA to it. And that goes back to what I said last week about that seagrass is, this is, it's phenomenal, but I don't think I would just grab it whenever I could because it was so tropical, I'd want to be in the mood for it. This makes me want to... This this doesn't have that tropical nose. It has that this is a rye and it's good and you should keep pouring it nose. I mean it's like if I was if I was gonna put a like a snack or a candy on this, it would be almost like a um like almost like a Kit Kat, but it's a rye. Absolutely, it's like wafers and like chocolate, but it's got some rice spice Wait, on it? wait until you taste it,
0: because that's exactly oh. that is one hundred percent what's mm, going on with it's the palate. That wafer in the middle. That's yep. just like
1: you just know that it's a wafer crunch. I,
0: I like, even that's what I was about to say. I even have that feeling of like I like the crunch with it. Yeah, it's such a weird like viscous ethereal
1: mouthfeel to mm. it you're drinking a whiskey but your mind is thinking like that's a i crunchy just had a candy yeah. yeah oh my goodness can I have a little bit more
0: of that absolutely beer? i'm telling you i'm not, this is not my, they my have more last of this yes oh this is not my last bottle that i'm getting of this
1: can i be can i be 100 transparent um please i want to pause do we need? Is this need to get cut out? It it may be Patreon only. That's I don't fine. know. Yeah, whatever, I'll cut it. Out. Whatever you think,
0: I'll cut it out just for your your But sake.
1: You got this at uh, Justin's House of Bourbon, yep. right? Okay. Until recently, I was very anti Justin's House of Bourbon because I mean, most people that listen and know the place, they know what they sell. I mean, it's almost like a secondary market in a building
0: yeah but they have like a shelf of
1: right you know that's what i'm reg- saying regular stuff and they have new stuff that right. you know is sitting but, there too as an experience i had when i when it first kind of opened and i was trying to find stuff i was i felt very um i don't know i me- i was made to feel very awkward because i yeah, walked in there i get it i get it I walked in there. I heard that we have a shop in Lexington that has these bottles I can't get. There's no reason for me to cut this out, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I walked in there, me being fresh, new, like now I'm kind of getting into bourbon and I see like a Weller 12 sitting there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I would love to buy that. And they told me the price. And I was kind of like, oh, like being not knowing secondary prices and stuff at the time. I'd seen it at Liquor Barn before in the past. I thought it was just they had it and they're like no like this is the price now and I was like I didn't really understand and like I kind of felt like I was made to feel a little ignorant about it and so it gave me a bad impression about it but as I've kind of grown and got more into things and understood things I don't have that bad feeling anymore but it took me a while to get over that feeling of me wanting to go there and grab a bottle. No, I
0: I totally get that and um
1: it's it's <laughs> but it may have been just that person that was working. I don't remember who they were. I don't think it, it wasn't either of uh sorry, I forget their names. Um two of the main guys that that started it. I don't think either one of them were there. Justin, bourbon reviews, and,
0: well, I, and Justin,
1: but both of them are Justin. Yeah, oh, I had no idea. It's it's Justin
0: like, S apostrophe, like multiple Justin. it was just that was just Mm-mm. the name Justin's House of Bourbon. Nope.
1: Two two Justins. <laughs> learn learn something new every day. The more you know. Either way, I I've seen those guys. I I know that it wasn't them, but whoever was working there was kind of like, you know, I, I don't think you understand how things work. And I was like, okay, sorry, I, don't, I didn't really know. No. But as time's went by I kind of forgot about that yeah. and I would sacrifice my feelings to get this obtained <laughs> cuz it's really good that's how good it is what would you pay for it $120 I feel like this is like a at least a $100 bottle of rye like I would pay that and I would pay a little bit more. I would pay $100, $120 for this.
0: $70. Give me two. What? <laughs> $70? Are you shitting with me right no, now? No, I'm not. I'm not. It was like with tax, like 75 I would buy two of these right now. I, I mean, like I have to go pick up my daughter from daycare here in a little bit. I might stop by there just to grab another one
1: tomorrow. Like I don't have to work tomorrow night, and I uh, get me a little sleep in and stuff after work. I will be running down there to buy a bottle, at least one bottle of this for seventy dollars. That's crazy. A fourteen-year-old whiskey. I mean, it's it's a no-brainer.
0: I mean, like this this. Is such a good value.
1: Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs>
0: and it's good product, too. I mean, if it was, like... I would not feel like,
1: bad about crushing that, either, at no. 70 bucks. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, <laughs> we're almost halfway through this bottle. Yeah, and So, you know. But, it, like... it. If the product inside were, like, bitter or really oaky or anything, that would be an issue. But... I I think where this really shines is the fact that it is more than likely a rye whiskey that is barreled in used oak. Yeah. So if we're talking about like, you know, what we were talking about earlier, well, I was on the pregame chats actually with. You know, if you if you don't have a solid foundation with your your mash bill with your white dog, uh, no amount of time in a barrel is right. going to fix that. I think this is a really good indication of how great a, a mash bill can be and how even with used oak, it can still be highlighted exceptionally. Yeah, there is nothing about this. Nothing about this. That I have a problem with.
1: No, I don't have anything bad to say about this.
0: And I don't know.
1: I am I, is like it the it, greatest rye whiskey ever? I mean, it's crushable. I I can't give a crushable a rye, perfect score. A perfect score. Yeah, exactly. Because, like I said, I want to sit with it. I want to be like <laughs> this. This this is crushable, man. It's this is dangerous. That's
0: two weeks in a row that we've had crushable rye whiskeys. Mm-hmm. Uh, one at a premium price point. One, I will. The I other will at a, buy. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, like the price is just a five. for Oh, me. five.
1: That's the perfect part of it.
0: Yeah, is the price. Um, I I don't think that it's as consistent as the Green River. Um, I do think it kind of ebbs and flows a little bit. The nose is probably the best part of I'll it. I love the nose. Um. Close to, like, ai am going to
1: say four for the nose. For me, um, yeah, I'll agree. I think it's a four. I could smell it all day. I could drink it all day, but, like, the smell... The smell is what I spend the most time on, if that makes sense. So that's why I would give it a four. I spend the most time on the nose. I'm jumping over the palate because I haven't quite figured out
0: how I want to approach it just yet. The finish is it's one of the longest finishes I've had on a whiskey in a really long time. And one that I just feel like encourages me to go back and have more tastes of. And there, there is just like this little hint of like astringency, stringency yeah. in it. I uh, like just kind of throughout that I don't love. Um, but it's just it's such an easy drinker. And I mean, honestly, if you're not really looking for imperfections, you're not gonna think about it. I mean, it's it's just very, very
1: solid. This throughout. this would hold up in a blind of rise. And I oh, think it would sure. dominate some of the uh some of some rise and, that we like. And we haven't
0: even talked about the proof. This doesn't drink like 128.6 proof. No.
1: No. <laughs> That's, That's another, the crushable thing. Yeah. <laughs> It's like I could get in a lot of trouble with this bottle of whiskey. uh, Yeah, it's like no, I'm just drinking a hundred proof. Cry right now. (laughs) Like no big deal. Oh, actually, it's 128, almost 130. Oh, and it's 14 years old.
0: 14 years old, but 70
1: dollars though. That's the thing, dude. That's 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 an amazing price. I honestly thought you were going to say it's more than the 120. I I wouldn't have picked it up if it had been
0: more than that. I so I want to find the light whiskey. Oh yeah. I really want to own a bottle of the light whiskey.
1: Yeah. I really want to it like do they have bourbon? I think they may, but most of the stuff I've seen that's hazmat is usually that light whiskey. Like yeah. um
0: Oh I I would hundred percent, even if it's at like eighty five dollars.
1: We could get I guarantee we could get a sample of the one that um, I don't want a sample I want a bottle. Well. <laughs> okay, now we're on the same wavelength. No. Yeah, I want a bottle too. But they uh, Mash and Journey and the uh shelf Turds, whiskey.com or whatever they the whiskeychannel.com. Whiskeychannel.com. Yeah. They did that one. They and they tatered that thing out. They yeah, they, they did. put spark uh, sprinkles and everything on it. But <laughs> I believe we could definitely find at least a sample, but I would love one of the hazmat. Uh, yeah. A uh, lot whiskeys. I agree. Um, I kind of danced around it.
0: Like I said, the finish is just so inviting. It makes me want to keep going back to it. I I wish that it were just a little bit more, a little bit deeper, a little bit more well-rounded, yeah. uh, but it's not, so much to its detriment I'm going to give it a 3.5 <sighs> Here's the problem with the palate <laughs> It's just so easy to drink But I love it Like I, I'm i not I'm not spending any time with it
1: going It's almost like you have to do Like a different like Grading system for I know
0: it. right it's like you I got know. the
1: premium system And you got the crushable system Yeah <sighs>
0: but trying to maintain like consistency yeah. throughout um i mean i think the palette and the the finish work very much in tandem with each other to make me want to go back and and drink more of it it's still a 3.5 for me so overall i mean that's a that's a 16 out of 20 for me
1: yeah <laughs> Um, let's see. That's that's a good good review for this whiskey. Mm-hmm. Price five. Going backwards. Uh, finish three. Palette three point five nose four.
0: I missed your number, so I didn't I'm do the math. Say, I'm really sorry. Didn't.
1: No. <laughs> All right. Price five. Then the finish, I said a three. Um, then the palette, I think I said a three point five, and then nose, I said a four. Is that what I said? Heck, if I know, I'm, I think this think is the, so. my score is fifteen point five.
0: So I mean, we're basically yeah. basically the same at this point. I but, buy this all, um, day, all day. The fact that this is batch one too. There's a good chance that I will buy two more of these. One more to drink and one to keep. Because it's the introduction of this product. Yeah. Pretty much. That's good. It's so good. It's good. It's so good. I was expecting it to be, like, okay. Yeah. You know? Like I thought, it would be
1: fine for for what it is, but I thought you were gonna say it's way overpriced. <laughs>
0: <laughs> really, I'm really happy it isn't. Oh I yeah. mean, genuinely, That's very, very happy that, that yeah. it isn't. Um, but it, it's it's awesome. All right, I'm gonna go grab what I I wanted us to
1: drink. Okay. What? <laughs> this is not whiskey. This is this has to be a beer. This is a beer. This is right up your alley, dude. Dude, you know exactly what kind of beer I like.
0: <laughs> I so on Friday, nope, excuse me, Saturday, I had a tour and for lunch they had booked Goodwood in Frankfurt. Mm. And I don't drink on tours because <laughs> I'm supposed to be driving people. Right. And irresponsible
1: responsible adult.
0: Exactly, and so I said I want to take a crowler of something home. And there were a couple that caught my eye.
1: That Dude, me- that bottle is awesome. Yeah, it's or really really cool. Can or whatever you want to call it.
0: Um, they did let me try a couple of things, but I mean, it was like Just a little sample. Of you know, two yeah. ounces of beer yeah. is not going to do anything oh, to me. It smells so good. Um, there were a few that stood out. One was their hazy IPA. I love hazys, yeah I tried it. it was good, but I wasn't like, I have to have this like i it it was pretty on par with other hazys um they gave me without me asking a sample of their highest ABV beer, which was a Belgian quadruple. <laughs> and it was like twelve percent, twelve and a half percent ABV. I uh, and I mean it. I'm pretty sure it was finished in bourbon barrels, uh, mostly because it just smelled like bourbon. Yeah, and it drank like bourbon too. I mean, it, it was incredible. And I this was the one where I felt like it was different enough for me to want to pick up. You know, a crowler of it. It yeah. was only like ten dollars for this. For that? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a lot. It's a it's a craft beer.
1: It's a lot of beer for a little price.
0: Yeah. I it is an IPA.
1: Okay. Is it like one of those like grapefruit IPA things? Close. Okay. It just has that color. Like I, know, I, I know. It, I, it know I know. I know.
0: But they called it an IPA smoothie. Oh.
1: It's like creamsicle. It smells so good. Like, and a lot of times, beer, like, just smells like beer. But, like, seriously, if you get into, like, smoothies and sours, Dude, it's you so, get so some good notes. so easy to
0: drink, though. Oh, man. That's like, it's like fruit punch. So, it's called the Higo Chumbo. Say that again now? Higo
1: Chumbo. Higo Chumbo. I like
0: it. 7% ABV. <laughs>
1: Um, it is a prickly pear beer. Pear. Okay. Prickly pear. I was like, there is some kind of like light fruit that's coming through that I can't, I don't know what it is. Pear. So
0: when, when Lucy and I, with her family went out to Sedona, Arizona, one of their, oh. uh, their like mainstays with cocktails is a prickly pear margarita oh, this and is it's so just Perfect. And so like that's part of a like that's another reason why I got this because I was like, oh, you know, Lucy doesn't really like IPAs, but she might like, you know, the fact that it's prickly pear and everything, right.
1: but I, I it doesn't it doesn't drink like an IPA. No, to I would me. never like when you when you think of IPA, it's bitter, that it's hoppy, distinctive and... hoppy bitterness yeah. that like is just on all of them. No, this does not drink like an IPA. I mean, this is can we just call this, this is my crushable episode? It
0: feels like I would. It.
1: I could just down this. Easy. <laughs> mm.
0: I've still got like half of the crowler left. Oh, I keep
1: that, man. Maybe. Keep that for like a, a sitting on the back porch one one day when it gets a little bit warmer. I could have done it last night. Oh. Weather weather right now? Yeah. It's crazy. It's
0: so nice. We went to, uh, I guess we're going to. Segue very quickly into tips and bits. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, where we recommend things to people, even though they might not be always whiskey related. But we went to uh, Windy Corner, oh, love that which place. is just on the outskirts of Lexington, but it's literally like ten minutes from our house. And so we, it, it's it was owned. Excuse me, it was founded by and I guess still owned uh, by Wita Michael, who is a. Uh, James Beard award winning chef. Uh, she's been on <clears throat> like as a guest judge, top chef. Um, just, just incredible. Uh, but it, it's one of her restaurants. Uh, Wallace station is yeah. another one. Thirsty Fox downtown, but that's not the, that's the bar. That's not the restaurant. Uh, Zim's Zim's is the the restaurant that's, uh, downtown, but she, she's just wonderful. Uh, and, does amazing work but Lucy and I went there last night for dinner and I got a bacon jam pimento cheeseburger (laughs) and a a bourbon barrel ale with it and it just like it was just that perfect moment of like Eden was in a really good mood and she wasn't (laughs) running around being chaotic or anything and she just sat there and like drank her water and you know talked to us and everything and we were able to enjoy ourselves and
1: um, it, it was just it was so nice. But you can sit outside there and just like enjoy like just the air and like the the area. It's yeah. such a nice place if you're in Lexington. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it, that's a that's
0: a loose tips and bits, but I I've got a couple things I'll talk about in a second. Do you have anything you want to recommend to people?
1: Um, one thing I was thinking about. So you probably anybody listening in the past couple of weeks at least knows that. I have kids who play sports and I'm usually traveling for these travel sports. Yep. And this past weekend, it was just me and my daughter. Um, she's 13 and she has a phone and I, um, and, uh, ear AirPods. So basically, you know, we get in the car, we maybe talk about like the game or something. Then she's like, all right, I'm going to listen to my music or, you know, talk to my friends. And so then I can just put on whatever I want. And, my only recommend recommendation this week is rediscover some music that you haven't listened to in a while. I had not listened to Blink-182, Enema of the State, in years. Like, and I used to listen to it all the time, like right. skateboarding or just hanging out with friends, putting it on the background while we played PlayStation or something like that. It's just, it's a solid album. Like... I love it so much. Like I was singing all the words, like making sure she was still uh, had her headphones occupied. in. Yeah. yeah. And it just made me feel, it made me feel happy. It made me remember like times that I had with my friends and all that. So my recommendation this week is go back, get on Spotify, Apple music, whatever you use and just look up an album or a single or anything that you remember just playing on repeat as in like your younger years. And if you have, if you, if you're in a place that you can just sit and enjoy it and not worry about anything, it really, it's kind of like bourbon or whiskey. Like it has that effect that it kind of just takes you back into a time or something like that. And listen to blink 182. Um, it was just fun. It, it made my you know couple hour drive fun, and I remembered stuff, and I just there was just enjoyed there was it. no
0: kid trying to pee into a no. Chick fil A cup.
1: This this trip was just me and the actual mature kid that I have who um likes to listen to her own stuff, and we we have good trips that way. We we have fun. She does her thing. I do mine, and then we hang out. We go to eat, and I don't know. Like it's just fun. Like. Having a 13-year-old is such a roller coaster, especially I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, she's 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 at that age where there's boys involved and stuff, but then it's fun when it's just us and we're on trips and we can kind of just connect and talk about things. <laughs> and then when it gets back to the real world, I'm pissed again about the boys that are trying to text her or something like that.
0: I I think I I'm I'm very fortunate to have like You around as I am also a dad of, uh, you know, who eventually will be, yeah, a teenage girl, and you know she's gonna be my oldest child and everything. But, um, I I don't, I don't know. I, I'm very present with my daughter. Yeah. Like, and and it's not to say that, you know, other dads aren't, but I. I've always been of the mindset that my kid is my kid. Like, it's not me going, oh, it's my my boy, so I'm gonna give him more attention than right. I would my girl. It's just I am there for yeah. like I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it is. And and I I think that's you know, a a lot of what you should do, but there has been for so long the stigma that girls are raised by moms and boys are raised by dads. And I just don't think that that's how it should be anymore. No. And so, like, I I have... it. I think I brought this up very recently, but like, career-wise, for me, it's been pretty rough recently. Like, I haven't had uh, a steady income. I haven't been able to Clock in and clock out, or or whatever, and you know have a, a paycheck that at the end of the week I can rely on. But through all of that, I have been able to, even though she's she's a toddler, and I, I, it's very important to establish these um, these relationships. I I've just been able to, like in some ways, be her best friend. Yeah, like I. And I I recognize it more and more as, like Lucy spends time away from her, like and in <laughs> it's it's so weird. And I'm probably getting way too into this, but like I think she views Lucy as like the provider. Mm-hmm. You know, like she's she's the one that you know. And you're
1: the you're the friend. Exactly. That's how that's kind of mine and Addison's relationship. Like yeah. she respects both me and April as parents, but there's a lot of times when we, when something's going on and Shh, don't tell April, but she at,
0: goes to you more than she April, April. April
1: may be in a bad mood. She may like just something crazy is going on. April's just raging doing that mom rage. And me and Addison look at each other and it's like, Oh, we, we need to get out of here or something like that. And like, there's a like with with the sports stuff and like even Addison, she won't never admit it, but she's like a little secret nerd in her own like, she you know she used to read comic books with me and like, we would like we just have this like special thing like yeah. we're you know there's nothing there's nothing all about like you just said like moms raise the girls that I have boys and I have Addison like. And me and Addison do just as many things as me and the boys do. Yeah. Like we have our own little thing and like, it's just fun. Like, and she's the oldest and she's always going to just be chill and she's going to like the things I do. And she's always willing to like, dad, you want to go do this or do that? Like while we're on this volleyball trip, like it's cool. Like, uh, can I listen to some of your music? Yeah, that's cool. Like, all right, I'm going to listen to my music. Like, that's fine too. Like you have your own music. Like, it's just fun. Like, I don't know. It's just there's just something special about that that dad and daughter relationship. That it's it's just different than even with my boys. Like most of the time they're trying to hurt me. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, they're trying to prove dominance. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, <laughs> I want pee all over this place. I'm gonna
1: punch you in the face. I'm gonna and I'm pee like, in the car. Yeah, into uh, a cup. Yeah, and
0: then you're gonna have to deal with the ref. Right.
1: And I'm like, you know what? That's pretty badass that you're doing that. But also, but also, please that's don't do that. So gross, dude! Uh, what are you doing? I don't have to worry about that with Addison. So, so. who, who, as th- this is,
0: <laughs> this is a very extended tips and bits. But who snuggled with you more
1: when they were babies, Addison? Yeah, I believe the it. boys were mommy's boys when they were little. Yeah. They still are. Dash, my youngest boy, still will randomly come in there and push me out of the bed and get <laughs> with, uh, you know, snuggle with uh, mom. Yeah, But it was me and Addison. I got pictures. I, April would always take pictures of us and stuff. And it was just always, yeah, it was me and Addison all the time. That's that's how I am with yeah. Eden. I mean, like, even,
0: you know, again, like, I I spend so much time with her. But, you know, last night we were just watching TV before bed. And I was sitting on the, the love seat. And Eden just got up and snuggled with me and... her head down on my belly and everything and i just like it's it's an intimacy that we as dads don't have because we don't breastfeed yeah you know like it's it's a moment where we can actually like enjoy ourselves and not feel like we're we're providing even though we are right and I just, I I don't know. I I want to have a boy. Like, I want our next kid to be a boy. Famous last words. <laughs> I know. Here's the thing. I know it's going to be a girl. It's going to
1: get rowdy. It's
0: going to be a girl. Like,
1: I've I just kind of accepted that fact. I will say, I'm not taking Addison to watch Jackass like I did the boys.
0: <laughs> well, that, yeah. I mean, true. But I just, like, if if my only relationship with my children is dad and daughter. Yeah. I'll, I'll get over that, that desire to have a, a boy, you know, I it just, things have been so good with us yep. and I, I don't have any problem with the way things are, but, um, I wouldn't, I, I mean, it's my kids. I wouldn't have a problem with it regardless, right. but you know, it, given the particular situation that I'm in, um, I don't know. I, I it, it, as as much like stress and anxiety as there is over like, you know, <laughs> making money and uh, you know trying to provide, like, it's just it's just nice. Like they don't know, no, you know. And, and it, it, I'm not trying to say like you shouldn't be upfront with your kids about particular things because I do think that it's important to be, yeah, honest with them when uh, particular issues arise, but. Um, you know, at at this moment in time, I'm just I'm just happy. Yeah, like it's just it, it's it's a very uh uh can
1: you don't even have to explain it to convivial me. thing. To I say, get but, it. Yeah,
0: but anyway,
1: um, here's something
0: weird. <laughs> so we are separately. Unfortunately, going to be seeing the new Batman movie. yes, this coming weekend. Yes. So as I did with Spider-Man No Way Home," to get myself hyped up, I watched all those movies. Uh, I've been watching a bunch of Batman movies. Oh, I watched a whole uh, YouTube
1: video of just like the highlights of all the Batman movies because I've been having to work. So I was like, I got to watch something. Sure. Yeah. We, we have the same mindset when it comes to this stuff. Well, so. The
0: Weekly Planet did <laughs> a, a ranking of um, the best Batman movies. I, and then yeah. they just got done with their incredible uh, retrospective on, um, on the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm so disappointed that you never went and watched the first one when I told you to. What? The one that was initially branded as the oh, Batman Begins caravan and garbage. Was, yeah. and it was Twilight. The first. Well, I listened
1: to it. I you listened never, to you it. You never in,
0: told me. You never. Well, I listened to, to it, it, it
1: immediately after that. But you like, never said anything. We're busy people.
0: You could of texted me.
1: <sighs> I texted you about something else. I know I did. Dragon well, Z or me, something.
0: You texted me about Breaking Dawn. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that, dude, the two of those videos together are excellent. Oh my They're God. so good. It's amazing. Anyway, but I went back and. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to get myself into trouble here Do it. by saying trouble. this. I can rewatch. Batman v Superman more than I can.
1: Man of Steel. Oh, I, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to disagree with that at all. <laughs> it's just. The, the more I look into and watch uh, Batman V Superman, I like it more than Man of Steel. I mean, I will, I will hundred percent agree with you. I, I just.
0: <sighs> Overall, the characterization of Superman is not great. He's so doom and gloomy. And then once they jump into... Uh, I mean, like, I don't even understand why within this universe they Martha. like super <laughs> Why they even like Superman. You know? He destroyed Metropolis. Oh, yeah.
1: And then they build a monument to him. And then he comes back and just messes up everybody but but
0: like they're talking about him like he was this savior but if you look at the way that he was raised in man of steel to be basically removed from humanity that is so contradictory to the way that he then is received by everybody so we lose this element and and I think that Zack Snyder's Justice League is an improvement upon the Joss Whedon cut, um, but that's a conversation for a different time. Um, But it still is like you are losing the message of what you think Superman actually means within this universe.
1: I think it's because you don't get to see that as much. It's, yeah. it's almost like... You well, just that's the thing. It's 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 tell, don't show, as opposed to show, don't tell. Right. So if you just watch the movies and all this, you'll be like, he's not done enough to make people respect him, but... Also, you- also, hold on. <laughs> Let's talk about
0: Batman v. Superman for a second, just in terms <laughs> of like why they're going after Superman. So you're telling me that they think that Superman shot people? And that's why he's gonna be maligned by the public? When has he ever used a gun?
1: His eyes are guns, okay?
0: It's Superman.
1: <laughs> he shoots frost bullets. It's such a little crap.
0: Breath. Frost bullet with his breath. <laughs> it just it's just so stupid. It's so it's, dumb. it's not good. No, okay. it's not. But like I like the characterization of Batman throughout that more than I do in most other interpretations because he's probably the closest to being a comic book representation yeah. of Batman. But that that movie in and of itself is so broken. And it's that's nothing new. I'm not saying anything no. new six years after that movie came out, but it, it's it's tough. It is a tough, tough watch. It is. <laughs> uh, that being said, the extended version is way better than the actual. Yeah, the actual I was about kite. to say, please watch the extended um, version. <laughs> I watched the. I actually watched Joss Whedon's Justice League yesterday, but I watched it with the Weekly Planet commentary. Okay, which. It's the only thing that makes that bearable. Um, I started again, and it's been out for about a year, but the uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, but I'm watching it in black and white in the Justice's Gray version on HBO Max. And it's not as good. I was going to say, is it worth it's, it? It's not. Okay. It's not. It, it's, it's really muddy. And it doesn't make as much sense. Uh, In black and white as it does with color. Uh, It totally loses. Like, I haven't even gotten to the part where. Spoilers. Superman comes back. Uh, (laughs) His black suit. And he doesn't have long hair. But I can't imagine that. It looks any different or different enough. In the Justice's gray version where he's, you know, wearing the black and white suit as opposed to the original cut where he is actually in the red and blue. Yeah. Like, it can't be that different. Yeah. But. I
1: anyway. wish I could give him a mullet. That's all I wanted. Just like in the comics. Yeah. yeah.
0: I also started um, the Dark Knight trilogy again. Oh. Because.
1: Dude, I love so good. <laughs> Batman Begins. It's such a great movie. I, I'm not a big fan of three. I think two is just going to, is one of the most. Solid ones, but there's something special about Batman Begins. I really I like it.
0: I think it might be, and this
1: is without having seen The Batman
0: right now. Um the best Batman movie. Just it just as like a standalone Batman yeah. film. Like understanding who he is and what he does and why he does the things that he does. It, it's just um the best Form of like introducing you to that character. Um, also, I meant to bring this up up top, but I was in what is essentially I round point five of Matt Madness 2022, where uh, I don't want to spoil too much, but (laughs) none of us moved on to the second round, even though it was billed as the first round. It's a do over. I it's not Matt's fault.
1: (laughs) Did you get them? I did okay,
0: yes. Um did he actually tell you all four of the things that I have? Mm-mm. Okay, so it was just the thing that he was like, "Hey, do you have yeah. the tequila he barrel? Send me
1: one. Dish? And then okay. at the end, when he when I was watching it live, I was wondering if he really even had that or if he was just keeping the thing going along. I don't think he has it. So. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was racking my brain. I even I was almost about to text uh um chad not not total wine chad uh it's bourbon not chad and be like yeah. do you have this because i'm trying to help all right right now i almost did <laughs> and then i was talking to porter I he got, was like no like don't worry about it he had
0: to have been laughing his head had off at to me been. because i was so serious about it and i was like i've got to compete for real right and i gotta be in it and i gotta do this <laughs> like I like I didn't want to get short. I mean, I didn't know that everybody else got shortchanged. Yeah. But like I just wanted the, I just wanted to prove myself. The biggest
1: twist of Matt Madness so far in its two year thing. It's the first round of this year. So good. You have to watch it if you're listening. You have it's to watch like it.
0: watching the NCAA tournament and after the first round like everybody's played through the
1: first bracket. And they're like, all right, and, we're going to switch like, it up wait, again." like, "Wait, hold yeah, on. Actually,
0: count. we painted a bunch of volleyballs, like basketballs. And uh we have to redo this."
1: Yeah. So good. I love you. I love you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so good. When, anyway, <laughs> there's just one point at the end of that when he just starts laughing when Perry makes a guess and then Clifton says something and it's just everybody Oh, it was Clifton saying that he quits. Yeah. Clifton (laughs) said he quit. Perry basically guessed guessed it on the head. On
0: the nose what it was.
1: Matt starts laughing. And it's just I started laughing. I was sitting in my living room, like sitting on the couch with my iPad watching, and I just started laughing and like it's just hilarious. Like, especially when you know all the details behind it. It's It's good
0: stuff. It's good stuff. Anyway oh that does it for this week we went <laughs>
1: we went a little longer than I expected us
0: to but uh, we started talking about being dads yeah we did so you know, that's what happens that's how it is Eric take us home let the people know where they can find us and all
1: our stuff and how they can support the things that we do uh all across the board go I think patreon is the best way to support the show w- it actually it actually is www.patreon.com my bourbon podcast. Um, for as little as a dollar a month, you can support it. And at $5, you get all the extra stuff. You get the special bonus episodes, the uncut episodes, and anything else we decide to put out there. If you want to send a question, comment, or if you want to send a sample or a pairing or something for us to do, you can send an email to thisismybourbonshop at gmail.com. got some merch at bourbonshop.threadless.com. Um, if you want some Whiskey Mutant merch, it's whiskymutant.myshopify.com. If you want to leave a voicemail where you send us a message with your voice and we reply to it on here, we'll play it, talk about it, and make fun of you if you didn't do anything cool. 859 428 8253. Social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram it's my bourbon pod. We have a Facebook group on Facebook. It's This is my Bourbon Podcast Facebook group. Join there, answer a few questions, and you can get in on all the um, questions, memes, and anything else we're talking about. Um, YouTube. This is my Bourbon Podcast on YouTube. Perry goes live every Thursday. I join him about once a month. You're actually going to be joining me next Thursday. Next Thursday. Well, like... This Thursday, <laughs> the day after this episode comes out, tomorrow, <laughs> I will be on there. Uh, Perry's going to do a little bit more mad- Madness training. I got something I got something a little different I'm going to do this time. So, okay. So, just letting you know. Um, I have a YouTube, uh, Whiskey Mutant. I, it's not that name. It's like Dash A-S-T-R or something like that. I don't have 100 subscribers yet, but if you subscribe, maybe one day I'll be able to change my name um so subscribe so subscribe to youtube search whiskey mutant and you can follow me on instagram at whiskey mutant i'm on tiktok as well you can follow perry on his personal stuff p Ritter 1792 slide into those dms um he'll be sure to look at them or not um and if you want to leave
0: it I'll, i'll look at them
1: I think sometimes when you get a notification and you see who sent it or what it might be, I, I mean, even me, I don't look at some stuff. I wait. I mean, like if I, I, I don't jump on it immediately because that's what she said. Um, if you want to leave a five-star review, uh, just Have you ever do looked
0: it. To the ceiling before.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, leave a review, whether it's good or bad. We'll read it on here. If it's good, we'll praise you. If it's not, we'll make fun of you and shit talk you.
0: But also, we we have like <clears throat> we have gotten a few positive ratings. I'm assuming positive ratings. Okay, we've had a few over the past couple of days, uh, but no actual reviews. So you have to leave a review along with your rating talk for us something. to just say- see it. We love you. Or hi. Or uh,
1: uh, give us the secret formula for the Krabby Patty. Oh, dude, I would love to do that for like a, like a special content. Like I'm making the it, Krabby Patty right now. Do you now. think it's actually beef? I think it's Krabby's. <laughs> Krabby's. I think it's Krabby's. Krabby's and beefies together. Krabby Patty is probably crab and beef in together. In a patty form. I would. I would eat that. I would too. That sounds really good. I'm gonna actually. make that. Let's figure it out. Okay. Uh, and then, <laughs> honestly, just share or tell people about the show. Like, yeah, that's 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 another way to do it, and you don't even have to click on anything. You can just look at your friend and say, "Hey, have you listened to This Is My Bourbon Podcast?" And then that person says, "Yes." Yes, and then you're like, oh, or no, sh- oh shit. And then you look at your other friend and you go, "Have you listened to this is my bourbon podcast?" And they say, "No." And then you're like, "Okay, go listen." You just helped us. Easy as that. There you go. Can't can't get any easier than that. No. Next week. What is next week?
0: I don't know. That's what's so fun about this. <laughs> next week, actually, wait, no, two weeks from today is uh, Saint Patrick's Day. Mm.
1: But next week, though. No idea. Oh, um, I was going to say a little uh, Whiskey Mutant plug. Um, I just did a uh, Taking Back Sundays with my buddy Barrelproof Nerd mm. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, he is not a turkey fan, so I sent him a turkey flight, which is pretty fun to watch, like to see if I can convince him to like turkey. Oh, sweet. And then as you're listening to this, I will have just done one with uh, Burb, Your Enthusiasm. Sweet. Uh, my buddy Frank. Yeah. Frank actually tried to be a rapper at once. And so he said (laughs) he he doesn't talk about that. So hopefully if you watch it, he talks about that a little bit Oh, I can't wait for that. And he loves crumble cookies. And we are going to pair crumble cookies.
0: (laughs) Heck yes. Yes. So on
1: uh, my Instagram, uh, Whiskey Mutant, it's taking back Sundays. So
0: All right. Well, that does it for this week. Thank you guys so much as always for listening. We appreciate the heck out of you. We will see you real soon. I just... I enjoyed this episode so much. It was so fun. It was good. It was just And deep. if you're
1: you made it to this point and you listened to the whole thing, you're the real the real hero. The here. real MVP. Yes, the real MVP. We're gonna send you a trophy. Yeah. Send me a message to say, I made it to this point. Yeah. I'm not gonna send you an actual trophy, but I'm we'll send s- you something. I'll at least reply to you and say thank you. We'll send you a uh an NFT of a trophy. We got stickers. We do have stickers. I'll send you a sticker. If you <laughs> message me on Whiskey Mutant and say, I made it to this point and listened, I will send you a sticker. <laughs> there
0: we go. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, we'll see you real soon. But until then, I'm Perry. I'm Eric. And this is my bourbon podcast.